This Andy's Frozen Custard 300 edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb We are here on a Wednesday. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, yelling in your eardrums once again. Excited because it is another Xfinity race. It is another chance for us to give you our favorite picks. And what we are here, are here to do really week after week and day after day is try to get you guys a little extra money in that pocket. It's getting close to Christmas. I say that in September because if you haven't started planning for it already... You're screwed, and your kids aren't going to love you come December. So we're trying to get you there on this, aren't we? It's amazing how scheduled that is every year, and how it still sneaks up on us. <laughs> I'm telling you, I listen. It's always at the end of December. It, yeah, it's it always is. like, oh shit, it's always Christmas time. So the wife and I, we we said, uh, what was it last year? Even that we were like, okay, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to buy a gift every month for each one. That way, by the end of the year, we have all of our gifts. Cody, ask me how many times that's worked out for us in the Wait, last two can I, years. Can I take the under on this? You could, whatever the number is, you could probably take one half and take the under on that. That is how often it has worked out for that us. Sounds so. accurate. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, yeah, kids' minds change a lot in eleven months, anyways. <laughs> it's true. It's true. What that toy you wanted earlier in the year is, not, and that even works for adults too. You try that. What you wanted oh, yeah. in January is not what you wanted in December. I guarantee you that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, by the end of December, you just want a car that runs and your air conditioning to work at the end of the summer. That's that's what you want by the end of September. <laughs> there you go. That's that's very accurate. <laughs> uh, anyways, welcome in, Cody. It's uh, yeah, it is the Xfinity <laughs> episode. Still, still September, but here we are talking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'm wishing that it was weather that is December. It's oh I, don't let the the don't let the the thing fool you. It's like 78 degrees out there right now. It feels like winter compared to what we've been having lately. 
78 man nice we've been we've been back up into the 90s so it's been a little warm here in the in the midwest <laughs> no thank you well then cool off with some andy's frozen custard my friend that is the sponsor of this race uh for the xfinity not in your state uh it is in kansas but it is not in uh i don't yeah i don't see it in nebraska at all so our bad no guy. Andy's frozen custard for us. We nope. had uh, we we had uh, parent teacher conferences today, so we went and had some some four hundred two creamery. Four hundred two is the area code here, and so yeah, local local ice cream place. Shout out to them; it's absolutely delicious. So we already cooled off with some. Since there's no Andy's, we settled for four hundred two. You know <laughs> what are you doing, Andy's? You're missing out. California's a big market. Come on out. I'm sure frozen custard would be loved out here on the West Coast if you introduced it to us, but. Uh, it is big in the South, and it, of course, it is big in uh, Texas, where they are. Everything's big in Texas. Right? Everything's big in Texas. Even, uh, I was there for three years. I was stationed in El Paso, and yeah, there's a lot of big things in El Paso. <laughs> there's a gigantic big star on the side of a mountain uh, that you can see from a lot of points in the city. Uh, there are big crime lords. I'm sorry, wait, no, that's that's. that's the <laughs> Oh, wrong list. I was supposed to read off that. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. But yeah, anyways. So yes, it is Texas. It is the Texas Motor Speedway. We are back to a mile and a half track. Xfinity is still in the middle of their playoffs. They're heading toward the round of eight, as it were, uh, now instead of 12 for the Cup Series, but definitely into the round of eight for the Cup Series. Drivers, second race of the playoffs. Justin Allgaier already locked in, but there's still a lot to race for, Cody, because there's a lot of drivers that are looking to try to improve their playoff situations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so like you said, Justin Allgaier is locked in. So what happens here at Texas? What happens at the Roval next week? Does not affect his playoff standings. He will be in the round of eight. Uh, looking at the line here, John Hunter is plus 65. Custer is at plus 39. Hill is plus 21. Chandler Smith plus number or plus 18. He who shall not be named is plus 12. <laughs> Sammy Smith is plus 5. Sheldon Creed plus four, and then you got Jeb Burton minus four, and then via that crash uh, in, uh, induced by Josh Berry, you got Sam Mayer at minus 14, Kligerman's at minus 22, Josh Berry is at minus uh, 24. So some some heavy holes to dig out of already for those three guys specifically there. Um, so it will be interesting to see how their, their performance is this week and uh, what, what kind of hole they are still in or have dug themselves out of heading next week to the Charlotte Roval, which uh, as we've talked about in the cup series could be absolute chaos. And that's not next week. That's in two weeks, but they're off next week, I guess. So just to clarify, no Xfinity next week for Talladega, which is unfortunate. I love some super speedway racing, but the cup and trucks next week, Xfinity has their final off week and then they'll be back at the Roval. I'm sure none of those Xfinity drivers are at all heartbroken by the fact that Talladega will be missing off of that. I don't, after what happened in Bristol, I don't think they want to go to another track that <laughs> chaos will reign. Yeah, and Jeb, Jeb Burton might be the only one that's sad uh, that they're not going to Talladega because that's where he got his win in the spring. He's pretty good there. It might have been his chance to advance, but uh, hey, he's only four points out right now. If, if playoff guys continue to have troubles, which how many times have we said that so far this year? You never know. I see this is why they need to give us odds to make the playoffs at the beginning for especially for Xfinity because they didn't give us those for Xfinity did they to make the playoffs? No, I don't think so. There's always there's been uh, on and off throughout the season. There's been to make the final four uh, for the cup, but I'd rather do playoffs. Uh, You've been able to bet, but yeah, like again, this is a place where the books can 
we're getting better and better options, right? So maybe we'll get there eventually. But like starting the round of 16, like who makes the round of 12? Have odds out there. Sure, Martin Truex Jr. Give us a give us a no too. Like Martin Truex Jr. should be, you know, minus 2,000. Yes, because obviously he's got, but you saw him almost miss it, right? So give us a plus 500, plus 800 on him to, to miss it or whatever. Like, but yeah, I mean, you know, give us odds to get for Bubba Wallace to make it through or for Michael McDowell to make it through. And then, do the same thing. Now we're reset to the next round. Like, uh, so many opportunities they're missing to to allow us to win more money. I'm telling. Well, I think that may be exactly <laughs> why. Because I tell you, I don't know that either one of us would have had on our bingo card Jeb Burton making the next round of the playoffs for Xfinity, let alone making the playoffs well, in general. Right? We're still in the first. Well, yeah, we're still in the first round. So. I mean, yes, but <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, just making up. Obviously, yeah, it's the only way he's going to do it is to win a Talladega or a Daytona, right? And that's what happened. <laughs> Ended up winning at Talladega. So, um, yeah. So this one, of course, is a 300 miler for this uh, for this race, and I know that because it says Andy's frozen custard 300. If you listened to the Cup show yesterday, you know that I have no clue what the difference is between 400 and 500 miles is because when I read off of a screen, I'm taking it for granted that the screen is correct. Well, uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Uh, Sunday's cup race is not 500 miles. It is 400 miles, no matter what any other thing that I'm reading says. So uh, excited for, like I said, this in particular mile and a half. So they get an opportunity to sort of take a deep breath and get reset as these cookie cutter tracks, as they're called, offers a little more comfort and a little more space, especially on a big track like Texas, um, that, uh, that the Bristol Motor Speedway or even... Uh, anything else that they've raced on in the last few weeks has given them. So uh, we will talk about that. We'll give you some news and notes from the uh, from this race. Let's tell you about DraftKings, though. We're back with another week of football. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw $5 down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away as an instant winner. DraftKings is not stopping there. No, sir. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Go now. We found one this morning from the NFL, from the PropCast version for the Thursday night version. They're offering an alternate rushing line for Christian McCaffrey. Right now, if you go find it, it's at 125 is the yardage total, right? You can get that at plus 500 or plus 550 for Christian McCaffrey to rush for over 125 yards this Thursday night against the Giants who are absolutely putrid. Christian McCaffrey is going to go wild. Do not miss your opportunity to throw your $5 down at least on that bet. Football is way more fun when you're in on the action. Download the app now. Sign up with code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. Crown yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Cannot stand buying tickets. Just don't like it whatsoever. Doesn't matter for its concert, for a sporting event, for my next door neighbor's barbecue. I do not like buying tickets. But that has all changed now since I've been introduced to the Game Time app. The Game Time app takes all the stress out of me waiting till the very last minute to text my neighbor. Yes, I will buy tickets to your barbecue next door. Uh, so he won't try to price gouge me. 
Game Time's got me covered, my friends. It'll have you covered as well. Not only will it take the stress out of buying last-minute tickets, but it will also reward you for your procrastination. You can get the best deals on last-minute tickets. You can get flash deals on last-minute tickets. It is going to change the way purchase tickets because it will take all the stress out of the situation. Not to mention, you are going to get a picture of that seat, of that recliner, of that folding chair that's going to be waiting for your neighbor's house when you're looking at the grill waiting for that burger to get flipped. That is what you're going to get from game time. They're going to send you a picture of your seat. So please do yourself a favor. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase terms. Apply again. Create an account. Redeem code S or CFBX rather for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Cody, has your neighbor ever sent you a picture of a reclining chair when you've reserved yourself uh, a seat to to his barbecue? Uh, he has not. My neighbor makes some, some pretty good food sometimes. Uh, but yeah, he's not... Uh, not send me a, a view of what what seats I'll be getting. So game time's better than your it neighbor. Is, that's what you. Yes. Okay. Yes. I Sorry, hope your neighbor doesn't but... listen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, making enemies out of your neighbors since 2023. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Speaking of enemies, uh, there were a lot of enemies on the track this last weekend. Uh, what is a the... lot of friends that are guys that should be friends that were enemies. frenemies, right? <laughs> frenemies is the term that the kids are using yes. nowadays. So uh, what is the news that has come out of all of that chaos uh, this week? Uh, there's, <laughs> is there any news? Rod? <laughs> I, mean, I think we've already touched on all that. I honestly, I was, I was scouring before we got on here and then not really anything else that's new that's come up. We've kind of talked about the major stuff, obviously, there was there was this, you know, some uh, clash came out. There was the shakeups as far as the charter being sold, and I don't know if we mentioned Daniel Hemrick. I'll say his stupid. <gasps> he's going because I, you know, some people might be listening for the first time. He's burned us on a lot of bets, so we don't say his name. He'll hereby be referenced as number ten for now. Next year, we'll have to reference him as number thirty-one because mm-hmm. he's going to be in the Cup car for colleague um, Rod. If I ever hear the phrase chasing trophies again, I will punch someone in the face because that's the biggest fucking lie anyone has ever sold. Uh, you're not chasing trophies if you're putting Daniel Hemrick in your car. An Xfinity Series champion. I get it. Uh, you know, he, all the credit to him for getting that one win. And it was great. It was it was a good story, right? And it happens. You know, the Giants beat the Patriots undefeated and Sometimes, sometimes David wins the against Goliath, right? But you ain't chasing trophies with that guy. So obviously, he brought the funding necessary. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, uh, there's not really any other any other big news items. Uh, we had all the guys, you know, that resigned last week. As far as all guy announced during his his post race uh, celebration, he was coming back. Brandon Jones, it was made official, even though we already knew he was coming back. Sam Mayer, it was made official. So the eight cars, the only one left. It's going to be Carson Quapple. I would imagine they're waiting until his his NASCAR license is approved for or whatever he needs. He's got to run more truck and ARCA races, which is why he's running truck and ARCA races. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, all right. Well, then, if no news is good news, I suppose, I, I guess it's time we should probably get into this race in particular. Uh, like I said. I'm feeling good about this one. I You are? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Xfinity has been so good to us this year. The racing has been so good. Uh, it was so... This is one of the easiest cards of the year. 
for me to figure. I got to stop doing that. I always click the microphone button and start, <laughs> and it uh, starts typing in the document form. Oh, did it do that uh, again? So, I wasn't yeah. even on it right there. Oh, that's hilarious. Rod wasn't looking, but it's all of a sudden a bunch of words are going up. I wasn't. Uh, but, I was pulling up. I was pulling up the uh, the race stats for <laughs> this particular race. So, uh, yeah, I definitely didn't see that going on. But yes, I mean this is. This is actually one of the ones that, you know, we talked about it last week as far as letting the letting the stats speak to you. And I think this is one that's kind of an easier, because it is, it's a, it's a mile and a half, right? I mean, we kind of know what we're looking at. You can comp a couple of extra tracks on this one too, so it's not necessarily that foreign of a concept. So um, I'm with you on this. Definitely easier one to, to, to track. So, um, all right, well, let's take a look at the, uh, the race that is going to be this weekend, it is, like I said, the Andy's Frozen Custard 300 from the Texas Motor Speedway at Fort Worth, Texas. It will be uh, 200 laps around this mile and a half uh, track. Definitely something that uh, we're going to enjoy seeing. Um, yeah, 300 miles even on this one. Last year, it was a two-hour and 38-minute race. There was 14 lead changes and nine cautions for 52 laps, so... Yeah, definitely some action to be had. I mean, it's not going to be the Bristol action, but it'll definitely be some action. Yeah, it's uh, this is it's going to be a good race. It's uh, likely going to be a little more strung out than than the type of action we saw at Bristol, right? I think there's certain teams, uh, and we'll talk about it. Uh, surprise, a lot of them drive Toyotas, but they're going to be fast. They're going to be good in this race. Uh, but we've seen it. The the mile and a half have given us great racing. The Cup Series, Xfinity Series always gives us great racing every week, it seems like. So, going to be plenty of storylines going on in this one. And, uh, and again, watching watching that point situation, it's going to be uh, – stage points are going to be very critical, especially for these these Josh Berries, these Sam Mayers. They're so far under the cut line. Uh, going to gonna need to catch a break here this week. So, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. It will be. All right, well, then we'll set up the bets, but let's do this. Let's uh, tell you first about Underdog Fantasy before we do. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team or race along your favorite drivers all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game or a race by going five for five in your picks. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. There's a total of $2 million in prizes all season long. $100K in prizes this week. 10K to 10 people this week. If it's a new sweepstakes every week on the NFL season, so it doesn't matter if you missed out this week, get in on it again. There's still another 100K in there. Saw a picture uh, in, the, in our group chat, in our company chat. Of the 10 people that woke up this morning, $10,000 richer. I guarantee you, I want to be one of those people. So you do as well. This week's higher or lower is Tyreek Hill. Receiving yards is 91 and a half is what it's set at. Higher or lower? Cody, are you thinking higher or are you thinking lower? What, what was the line again? Uh, 91 and a half receiving yards for Tyreek Hill. Oh, you got to go. You got to go higher, right? He, he got bottled up a little by the Patriots last week. To be expected. The Patriots do that type of thing. They they can't stop Waddle, but they can stop Hill. That's how it works every time they play. Hill, he's gonna get he's gonna get loose for a seventy yard touchdown. He gets one more catch, he's gonna cash it for you. You got you gotta take higher. Well, even if you're wrong, Cody, you still have a chance to win ten thousand dollars. That is the underdog guarantee for you. Watch along, make your picks, maybe. You'll make a little cash. Not maybe. I know you. You're going to make some cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website. Underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. 
SGPN. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we can also start winning by laying down our bets for this Andy's Frozen Custard 300 Xfinity race from the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, Texas. Cody, kick us off, my friend. Yeah, I'm going to start with a guy that I have not talked about much since he let me down early in the season after I talked him up all off season. But that is Mr. Cole Custer. Uh, I, re- I like Cole Custer a lot this week, but I'm going to take him over Josh Berry, minus 110. Um, I-, I was looking for a way to get in on Custer, and this was kind of the best way to- that I found to get in on him. And I just want an opportunity to fade Josh Berry. Uh, you saw it last week, right? I mean, that's that's how it's been for Barry lately. It's just been kind of one thing after another. Ever since they announced him going to the four, it's just it's been a rough season for him. You go back over the last four races, Custer has four top five finishes in those four races. Uh, Josh Berry's got one top five finish in those last four races, uh, and Custer has beat him for five for the last five, obviously by getting those better results. Uh, it's just been uh, that's really as deep as I'm going to go. Like it's been rough for Barry. Now he's way behind in the points. Is he going to be pushing too hard? We've seen him make some bigger mistakes earlier on the season. You go back to to Pocono where he had a pretty good car, makes a big mistake, kind of trying to go for it. It's just been uncharacteristic, and I it's almost like he feels uncomfortable. I think at this point, or I don't really know how to pinpoint it down. But Custer has just been, for the most part, I mean, pretty good, right? He's not been the race-winning car. He's not been the fastest guy out there, but he'll get you a top five every week. He's going to be running up there, running good. And I think Barry's going to get in his own way, especially with the added pressure now of of you know what happened last week and of being behind the eight ball. He's going to be trying to push it. Ah, the eight ball because he's the eight car. <laughs> ah, dah, got it. So give me Cole Custer over Josh Barry, minus 110. And what's so in sports and we've watched enough sports god knows we've watched enough sports to see stuff like this happen to to players to drivers to to people that just when you push as hard as you do especially for the nascar season baseball season nba you know those those long 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 seasons i mean the nfl it's like 16 weeks and you're done right i mean it's 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 sort of a condensed season when you compare it to some of these other gigantically long seasons to keep up the, I wish the NFL season was longer. Uh, I I don't because I don't I don't miss football. I mean, especially now with the USFL and the uh, XFL merging. No, but uh, yeah, still and the CFL. Nah, I still love football Nobody no matter cares what about it is. The CFL. Oh, ouch. oh, sorry, oh, that sorry. hurts. I know those are fighting words. I'm about to say I'm going to pull out my little uh, bobblehead for for the Red Blacks guy, but um, no. But we've seen this before, and the 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 fact that it takes so much mental capacity to keep your edge as long as it is. And these guys, I mean, they've been playing ping pong with each other for the entire season, so that's got to wear on you as well. I'll talk a little more about that later, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I'm even 100% with you on this one because I have a better, uh, a couple of more Cole Custer bets coming up. I didn't think 
I was going to wake up this morning and choose Cole Custer, but here we are. So um, I'll definitely take <laughs> I'm actually that. glad you did, and we'll talk about it when we get to it. But one of the bets you put in here, I had put in here, and, and then I, I changed my mind, not because I talked myself out of Custer, but because I talked myself into someone else. So I was glad to see you got it. So my initial thought was correct. So we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. We're here to validate all of glad our life's choices. <laughs> that's what we're here to do. Um, if I mean, yeah, we offer some value to you too. That's fine. But really what we're trying to do is just make each other feel better <laughs> every day. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, it works, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's true. <laughs> uh, my first bet is uh, Riley Herps over Parker Kligerman. And it's sad. I know we love ourselves some Parker Clegg, but uh, this is this is he dug himself a hole in Bristol that I don't know that this team can really get itself out of. And look, it's not for lack of talent, but again, when you when you deal yourself a blow like that, it it hurts. And Parker Kligerman is is along the lines of like AJ Allmendinger. A lot of these guys drive so emotionally, right? And they they get so emotionally invested in their finishes that you see. Like Sheldon Creed, the same thing. Like you get out and he looks like a whoop dog half the time because he's he's literally been riding hard and and not had the finishes. Parker Kligerman, the same type of thing. He gets out of the car and you just see right away the disappointment on his face. And so you know it's kind of hard to, to get up for the next week when you're when you know that you're a, got an uphill battle. All that being said, though, uh, you look at the last couple of finishes at the Texas Motor Speedway for Riley Herbst. He actually had a fifth place finish in 2022. Uh, another an eighth place finish there, so two top ten finishes in 2022, two 12th place finishes in 2021. Uh, as the driver of the 98, I won't even count the 18 car. Uh, those those two were some pretty bad starts for him. 32nd or 32nd and 36th for Riley Herbst on this track. Parker Kligerman, he's had three races, two respectable finishes, and one 34th place finish. But again, here's the thing about this: Parker Kligerman is not taking this track as an Xfinity driver since 2013 believe it or not i mean obviously we we see him race every single week but he hasn't touched this track in 10 years he finished 13th in the 77 car back then so again we're talking about a long time between driving on this track look at what they've done lately parker kligerman again we talked about it 31st place finish at bristol he did see here's the every other race thing that we talked about do you believe in patterns this one should be on the upswing, but I don't necessarily believe in patterns uh, too much. Fourth at Daytona, super speedway. 24th at Darlington, uh, not a super speedway. Fourth at Kansas, 31st at Bristol for Parker Kligerman. It has been a roller coaster ride for that 48 car. As for Riley Herbst, sort of a, a roller coaster ride as well. 24th at Daytona, 6th at Darlington, 23rd at Kansas, 8th at Bristol. So both of these guys are on roller coaster rides, but I kind of trust. Uh, Riley Herps more to get out of it. We saw to start the season him on an absolute tear, right? Top 10 finishes up till Austin. Uh, and then when he really started to lose it for it, but then he picked it back up again at Pocono where he had three straight top 10 finishes. So I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm trusting the 98 car more than the 48 car. And uh, I'll take Riley Herps over Parker Kligerman at minus 115. Sometimes I wonder if you just look for the two riskiest drivers in the field and the head-to-heads every and time go for those. Every time, Cody. Oh man, these—it's just—it's hard to trust either of these guys. But I will agree with you. I think that that uh, Herbst is the guy that is more reliable. And uh, again, it's been a great run for for Parker, and and he made it to the playoffs, and that was all great and stuff. But we know that forty-eight team is just not quite up to the par of of Stuart Haas. And I know we talked bad about Stuart Haas on bigger tracks in the Cup Series. 
But in the Xfinity series, it is a little different. They do seem to have it figured out there. Obviously, we just got done talking about Custer, his teammate. We're going to continue to talk about Custer. Now, the only issue with that is usually only one of them does good and the other one does bad. It's like they're uh, we need to figure out whose week it is. But no, I, I do think that's a good bet. Next up for me, Rod, it's chalky, but this is the same thing as, as Kansas. We did this two weeks ago when we were in Kansas. You're doing it again. John Nemechek, top three finish, minus, minus 130. You just load up on this bet. John Nemechek is going to be the best driver in the fastest car. It's not even going to be close. The only way that John Nemechek does not finish in the top three is if there is a penalty or you know an accident. That's There's no other way that he doesn't finish. He is going to be extremely fast. They're going to find their way up there. They always do it at these types of tracks. He led 154 laps at Kansas. We had him that week, right? It was plus 300. It's not sexy, but hey, it cashes whether it's sexy or it's not, right? And and I, again, I'm just the same thing I did at Kansas. We're just putting all the bas- all the eggs into the John Hunter basket, and, and there's no safer basket to put them in in the Xfinity series than that one. Uh, so he led 154 at Kansas. He won there. He led 99 laps at Darlington, where he finished third. Um, he finished third last week at Bristol. Even like even the tr- even the smaller tracks where where they don't have the speed advantage, right? He's still running up in the top three. But you go back uh, to Michigan. He led 65 there, and he won. He led 49 at Auto Club, and he won. Like the speed difference that these JGR cars have on these bigger tracks, these intermediate tracks, like like a Texas, like a Kansas, like a Michigan. It's no other team comes close, right? JRM comes close, I guess. But other than that, it's JGR is the absolute head and shoulders team. They're going to have the most speed. John Hunter is going to be top three all day, likely going to be leading this race. Spoiler alert, going to pick him to win because that's likely what's going to happen, right? He's he's going to be up there. So even though we're going to take him to win here in a few minutes, um, you get the top three number as well, then you're covered it just in case, you know, and you know somebody plays a strategy or or a guy like all guy or just outduels him or one of these other guys. Uh, there is that potential, right? You get the late race restarts. Guys like Denny Hamlin dominated Kansas, end up finishing second. That's why you take these podium finishes in addition because it, it provides a little insurance just in case they miss out on that top spot for whatever reason. And minus 130, I've seen it at minus 160 some places. So minus 130, you're getting a good price still. Juiced up, yes, but I want to pay the juice if you lose. You pay this in football, pay it in racing. It's true. I mean, you pay it in just about any other sport, so you might as well pay it here, especially if it's if it's racing and it's a heavy favorite like this, then it's almost, I don't want to say almost a foregone conclusion because you know that anything can happen and, and tends to, but, I mean, it usually is a foregone conclusion at that price. So uh, I'm with you on that. You can't, I can't argue against John Hunter anymore because every time I do, he comes out and does well. So uh, anytime I start to raise my voice against him, he proves me wrong, so I will not do that again to you guys. Uh, I will back Cody on this one. Uh, all right, John Ma- or John Mayer. Yep, John Mayer is getting in the car. <laughs> oh, John Mayer. <laughs> he is driving the number one because Sam is tired of getting beat up by his teammates, so he hired John Mayer to drive the one. <laughs> Holy junk. Sam, I'm sorry. Uh, Sam Mayer, top three car, plus 380. In this instance, this one's a little bit more risky as far as what like, you're doing. I feel like if it was John Mayer, it would be a little higher than plus 380. Uh, I don't know. I, have you ever seen the guy race? I, I have not, so I can't yeah. speak to that. I'm just saying, I, I would want to see a couple <laughs> of laps first before I handicap it because that dude could probably pull out a quick lap if you really probably. wanted to. 
I mean, guys that can sing like that, they can do anything they want. I hate guys that can sing like that. Hey. I can't. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> me either, Rod. Me either. Uh, no, thank you very much. Uh, all right. Sam Mayer, top three car. He did it here already uh, in the spring of 2022. Uh, eighth place finish in the fall of 2022. Uh, also, his, his only other start here was a 13th place finish. So he has already done so at least once this season. He's got nine top fives on the year, right? He won at Watkins Glen. He won at Indy. Fifth at Michigan. Won at Elkhart Lake. Second at Pocono. uh, Third at Nashville. Third at Portland. So a string of of decent finishes. Second at Auto Club, right? We talked about that being uh, sort of a comparable track to this as well. So... Uh, again, a good a good record of top three finishes at tracks like this. His other start at Auto Club was a sixth place finish in uh, in February of twenty twenty two, and then you look back at what he's done at Kansas. Cody talked about Kansas being a, a comparable track as well. Thirty seventh this season, but of course he got <laughs> that was that was where he got collected by one of his teammates. Uh, so can't count that. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> but a ninth place finish in 2022, an eighth place finish in 2021. Uh, you know, Sam Mayer quietly is still good. Like I know that we joke about him getting bounced around by his teammates, and I I get it. It's it's a good joke to make. But when he can stay clean, he will consistently be a top five car, which means he can be a top three car uh, at the end of the day. We've seen it already this season several times. We've seen it on this track at least once. And like I said, when you can, and we, you know, talk about it, when you finish eighth, you can finish third. You just got to play your cards right. And Sam Mayer needs a good finish, especially after last weekend. JRM, I don't know what their, their uh, meetings were like this week, but you got to think that they were like, if your teammate is within five feet of you, back off. Don't go anywhere near him. Just, just lay back. <laughs> don't touch them. Don't breathe on them. Don't side draft them. Just let them either go or or whatever. But yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be, I hope, a much cleaner race. And the only the only enemies he has out there are his friends. So if he can stay away from those guys, I think we're good for a top three finish out of Sam Mayer this week. Yeah, I like this. Like we just I just said, right? The J the JRM cars are, are gonna be the only ones that are gonna be close to the JGR cars on speed. We know Sam Mayer could be that guy. Uh from what Dale Jr. said. Sounds like they've determined that it was a, a cut tire. At least that's the story they're they're sticking with and, and or they're given and sticking with it. But and then he kind of, I mean, on his podcast, he was like, he's kind of disappointed in Sam for his comments afterwards. Of so kind of maybe he got a little bit of a uh, you know, a little butt chewing and, and whatever and wants to come out and prove, okay, hey, you know, sorry that happened, but here, I'm still a good driver, right? He's 14 points below the cutoff, going to need a good run, so maybe they can shoot for the stars here in Texas. Um, and I feel like at that number, uh, you're getting a really good price on 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 Mr. John Mayer or Sam Mayer <laughs> or whichever mayor might happen to be in the car. Uh, the, the one car found out there's no such thing as the real world, so uh, yeah, we're just going to go with that. <laughs> Uh, Rod, stop me if you've heard this before. Stop. Austin Hill, top <laughs> five, plus 120. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, have you watched a race this year? I, I, why they keep giving this to us, I don't know. But just go bet it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Just go bet it. I, <laughs> I, I could go through the numbers if you really wanted, but I don't even feel like I need to. Like, Austin Hill's going to be in the top at the end of the day. That's just how it goes. 
as long as his teammates not taking him out like again <laughs> his only enemy is why who needs enemies when you have teammates i think is what he said right he did yeah i mean austin maybe hill, he got talked to five. as well <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but austin hill top five plus 120 um you go back fifth place at kansas fourth place at darlington or second fifth place at kansas second place at darlington fourth at charlotte he won at las vegas sixth at auto club like all comp tracks all in the top five other than that auto club which had some cup guys in it so uh and he, he's just top five every every week like unless he gets caught up in something again is that's the only time he's not in the top five at the end of these races and was gonna be top five again last week got caught up by sheldon creed and of course did not hit that but plus money again are you kidding me plus 120 it, it's it would be a sin for us to leave this off the cart so it's it's the easy play it's the cheap play but you gotta take it austin hill top five plus 120 yeah, again, it when you when you talk about the twenty one car, the, you can see the speed. You can see it. It's not even a question of can you see. It? And he's driven his way up from the back to the front, and then to the back to the front again. I mean, he's, he's done it time and time and time and time again. So for us to keep getting that number, I mean, we've cashed on this more than we haven't. I mean, I, if we can hire an intern to go back and find out how many times we've cashed on a Cole Custer bet uh, top five, I'd sure like to pay you for that on an Austin Hill bet. On a, <laughs> What did you I jump, say? You're jumping ahead a little, right? Did I say Cole Custer? You did. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> hey, guess what Rod's next bet is? <laughs> Cole Custer top five, plus 110 over on Caesars. Stupid John Mayer <laughs> throwing me off. Uh, I'm taking Cole Custer as a top five car at plus 110. Custer uh, in the Custer race? Custer in the, in the Andy's Custard race? Ooh, cold custard even. Um, yeah, top five car plus 110. <clears throat> we just talked about the fact that, you know, Cole Custer is going to be a fast car. He's been a fast car here in the Xfinity series. Now, I, I kind of used uh, the, the longevity of his absence from the track against Parker Kligerman. However, I will say that Cole Custer uh, has not raced here since 2019. So there's a little bit of a, you know, a disconnect like Cole, uh, like a Parker Kligerman, but Cole Custer has actually been a better driver this season overall than has Parker Kligerman. Um, and Cole Custer has won a race on this track in his past. Uh, in the same double zero car, he started out in 2017 with a fifth place finish, a fifth place finish again in 2017, fourth place in 2018. He won in the fall of 2018. Uh, he crashed out of the 2019 spring race. Uh, but he did start seventh, which there was speed there to be had. Uh, just ran 132 laps and got crashed out. But in 2019, his last race here, started fourth, finished eighth. Um, this season, I mean, since Indy, he's only finished outside of the top 10. In fact, let's even go so far as to say out of the top seven once, and that was at Kansas. Guess what? Got crashed out of that one as well. Started third, led three laps in that one, but still crashed out other than that fourth place at bristol fourth at darlington fifth at daytona seventh at watkins Glen, sixth at indy gp go back a little further third at atlanta one chicago sort of uh ninth at nashville sixth at sonoma first at portland third at charlotte or yeah third at charlotte third at darlington seventh at dover fourth at dega third at martinsville fifth at richmond stop me if i'm if i'm getting you know uh repetitive in top 10 finishes this season in total 17 in 27 starts uh 11 top fives in that span as well so uh he can definitely get it done uh, i'm not i'm not even at all uh scared by just what gremlins can jump up and get him i think a top five finish for cole custer is well within his 
his uh, range of possibilities. I'll take that at plus 110 over on Caesars. Yeah, I, I really like this one. Uh, again, uh, this was was a bet that I considered, right? I, I really looked at this one, uh, decided to go a different direction, but another one that I did like, uh, I do like Custer this week. I talked about him earlier, uh, and I know we're going to talk about him some more in a little bit. Next up for me, Rod, I'm going to go for, for a little bit of value here. I'm going to take Brandon Jones to be the top Chevrolet at 9-1. to one. Um, I don't know that I necessarily believe he will be the best Chevrolet, um, but I think he, he's got the chance to end up finishing as the best Chevrolet. So you look back, and, and we've talked a lot about Brandon Jones lately, right? We talked about him going into Kansas, how good he was there. We talked about him going into Michigan, how good he was there, and those are very comparable tracks to here. Right, he he finished. Uh, he's got six top tens in his career here. He finished second at Kansas. He was third at Michigan. He was seventh at Pocono recently as well. So you look at the Chevy camp, and and you got Justin Allgaier at the top of the list. Then it's Austin Hill and Allgaier. Uh, again, he's one. Of, he's a guy that that could be one of the best. You know, the best car really, or the second best car. Probably didn't even check, but could be the best car. Could win this race, or he could do what Allgaier does and find a way to get penalized or go to the bet like. Again, just untrustworthy. That's why I didn't like him last week. You hit on him, and, and that was great. But you can't trust the guy on a week-to-week basis. So Austin Hill, obviously, is going to be the biggest threat to this, right? He's going to be in the top five at the end of this race. Brandon Jones could also be in the top five, could edge him out. Josh Berry, I talked about how inconsistent he's been. Those are the only three guys listed above Brandon Jones. Then it's Jones at 9-1. to one. You got Sam Mayer underneath that. I know you made a case for him to finish in the top three, but that's definitely not a foregone conclusion. You have number 10. Sheldon Creed, who, who we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. Um, and then it's guys like Chandler Smith, Parker Kligerman. You're starting to get out of range of other guys that could beat him. So if Allgaier has a problem, if Barry does Barry things, uh, and then all, you know if Hill do, has a problem or, or maybe he finishes fifth and Jones gets to the third or fourth or whatever it is or ends up winning this race, whatever, I think he could be the top finishing Chevrolet at 9-1. to one. I think that's a good price on him. Yeah, and that was that. I'd take a swing at nine to one for sure. That's that's kind of a nine to one that feels mispriced to me. Um, I, I like it, and so when I saw it, I was like, I I, I really want to back you on that one, <clears throat> but I also want to hedge a little and and make a case for Allgaier as the top Chevy. I'll just skip over to that bet since it sort of mirrors up. Um, you oh, you mentioned it. I had not seen that you had. Yeah, it is at plus one seventy five, so it is not necessarily as sexy as nine to one, but for Justin Allgaier. If he, I mean, he's been the one to stay out of the ruckus as far as the teammates are concerned. Now he creates his own problems week after week, absolutely. Um, but other than that, if he can stay clean, he does very well on this track, especially over the last few seasons. In 2018, he finished fifth. Uh, in 2019, he finished twelfth, uh, and then a sixth place, a third place, 26th in 2020, but he crashed out of that one. Uh, and then second, fourth, fourth, 29th for. Uh, Justin Allgaier in that spring of 2022 uh, he was behind Tyler Reddick in a Chevy William Byron in a Chevy and Sam Mayer in a Chevy now Sam Mayer I think he's getting like I said that was the third place finish that he was going to have but I still feel like Justin Allgaier would finish better than than uh, Mayer I couldn't necessarily pick Allgaier to win spoiler alert this week I couldn't bring myself to to suggest that he'd win but I think maybe a second place finish to, to John Hunter Nemechek or the driver that I'm selecting uh, to win this race as an insurance. I think that could very well happen this year. I could see, uh, you know, JRM finish 2-3 uh, and have that happen for us as well for Allgaier to finish at the top Chevy 
or he does go out and win this one. I don't know. I mean, that's that's the difficult part about Justin Allgaier, like you said. It's it's do you get Bristol Allgaier or do you get uh, Pocono Allgaier or do you get Daytona Allgaier or do you get uh, let's see Atlanta or Phoenix Allgaier where he started second and finished thirty six. Like he finished third in in Fontana uh, earlier this season, so the other mile and a half, and he finished third. <laughs> to his uh, the other Chevy that finished in front of him was guess who? Brandon Jones, John Mayer, Sam Mayer, oh, uh, Mayer finished in front of him. So it was Sam Mayer two, Justin Allgaier three. The scenario is there. Who won that race? John Hunter Nemechek. So it's again, there's a scenario that can be made that that Allgaier at the end passes Mayer or is ahead of Mayer at that to finish at the top Chevy. So I, again, I like Brandon Jones, but I'm going to hedge a little bit with uh, Justin Allgaier at plus 175 is top Chevy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with taking two guys to, to do this, right? Because Allgaier is the one who should get it done. And if you want to sprinkle on a longer shot like like a Jones, I would probably rather go Austin Hill plus 340 along with Jones. But again, if you like Allgaier this week, look, the most likely outcome is John Arnimacek is going to be the fastest car and he's going to win this race. And so if that's the case and you want to find a way to get in on Allgaier, Allgaier will probably be the next best car if if things don't go wrong, he should be the next fastest car, most likely. And so he should be right there. If he gets that second place finish, you get a little better price if he's top Chevy over, over Bean. You know, and even if he wins, you're still covered if you cash this bet. Um, and so I think this is a good way to get in on Allgaier if, if you want to find a way to bet him. And again, as far as the top Chevy bets go, nothing wrong with, with betting multiple guys to be the top finishing manufacturer. Then obviously you've got a couple of different options in there. And, and, Hopefully, can cash one way or another. It's like a first touchdown bet. You just sprinkle a little bit on it. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly exactly right. You, yeah, there's a lot of guys who could score that first touchdown. There's a lot of guys who could finish as a Chevy. So you you separate it up appropriately, right? You probably don't don't place a bet on the four most favorited guys because you're not going to make much of a profit then. But you spread it out a little, and even if you want to throw the favorite in there, nothing wrong with that. Next up for me, Rod, winning car number took a took this one before you could get to it. Sorry, Damn but it. it's it was low hanging fruit. Over 11 and a half, minus 125. Um, I've got one question when it comes to this number of over 11.5. Can you check the entry list and let me know what number John Hunter Nemechek drives? Uh, I've researched this, and that is the 20 car, Cody. He's driving the 20 Joe Gibbs car today. That's over 11 and a half. Okay, then yes, I will take that. (laughs) I mean, like, again, you're getting the three JRM cars, so you get... Sammy Smith, who can be fast. Again, he gets in his own way more than he doesn't. But he can be fast. He can win this type of race. You get Trevor Bain, who is we didn't mention, but he'll be in the 19 car again this week. He, he's capable of, of good runs and, and wins. Uh, you get John Underneemachek. You get Austin Hill. Just those four, having those four guys alone makes this worth taking it. Yes, you also get Chandler Smith. You get some other guys thrown in there as well. Um, but... Just the fact that th- that it's John Arnimacek for one, and then those other three cars. You get the three, the three JGR cars, which is going to be the fastest team. I, I will be more surprised than anything else that surprised me this year if JGR is not the fastest team this weekend because they have the most speed on these mile and a halfs, and it's not it's not that close. Like they are the best cars each and every time we come to these. They just they've got it figured out. Um, so yeah, I love this. You're getting all three of those guys in Austin Hill. That's all I need to, to cash a bet like this. And it does, again, you know, if you're going to go in all in on John Hunter to win, if you're going to go all in on John Hunter top three, if you take this, it does give you that, in, you know, you're still getting John Hunter, right? But 
it gives you some insurance as well in case Austin Hill wins or in case Urbane wins or in case Sammy Smith wins or Chandler Smith or one of the you know, Parker Kligerman steals or Riley Herb steals a win. I mean, there's other guys above this number that could win as well, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I hate you for picking that one before I could uh, because I took a look at the other side of it too where it was uh, the winning car uh, number oh, odd or even and even is juiced, Even's juiced way up too, too much. much. Yeah. Minus 145. <laughs> I looked at it. Well, because you get yeah, you, you get a lot more options doing it that way, right? Yeah. You get the 18 and the 20. You get the 8. You get the double zero. You get there's there's a lot more. You get the 10 car. Oh, God. Ooh, ooh. Definitely take that <laughs> one. That, or that not. makes it less attractive. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, that should drop it back down to about 120. <laughs> yeah, or that so. should bring the number back down. Yeah, we should, we should, we should petition the books. Let's not do this, shall we? <laughs> Um, all right, so then I'm going to go back to the one that I skipped over to get to Allgaier, and that's Sheldon Creed as a top five car this weekend. Ah, uh, poor Sheldon Creed. You, you, you feel for the guy. You want him to have good finishes. Uh, he did have an 11th place finish despite taking his teammate out last week at Bristol. Uh, but as a top five car, look, three out of his last five races have been top five finishes. Second at Watkins Glen, second at Daytona, uh, third at Kansas, uh, paired with an eighth place at Darlington as well. Here's the thing, and this is what this shows me, the flexibility of Sheldon Creed, right? Second on a road course, second at a super speedway, third at a mile uh, in Kansas. So I I'm, I'm okay with taking him here in Texas because to me, um, I mean, sorry, a mile and a half at Kansas, not a mile. Um, he's He's got speed on all of these different types of tracks. He can finish well on all these different types of track, right? Uh, and, and for Sheldon Creed, all he's got to do is just put it together and, and find his, his self in the mix for a top five and on this track in particular he's been on it twice as an xfinity driver both in 2022 bad outing for him in the first one uh 26th place finish but he rallied back uh last year from a 13th place start to a seventh place finish two spots outside of the top five in that race there were a couple of drivers that are no longer with us in this and that's Noah Gragson and Ty Gibbs they're still alive they're just not in this series anymore uh so you bump that up and Sheldon Creed is a oh, fifth place car <laughs> on this race oh, right man. so uh, it could be done and and as long as Sheldon Creed can stay healthy in his car uh and not have Austin Hill headhunting him this week I think Sheldon Creed can get inside of the top five his top five number is plus 275 so I even like that better yeah, I really like this. Uh, if you remember back, Kansas was just two weeks ago, not that long ago. We hit Sheldon Creed top three, a plus 800. Obviously, the numbers come down a little. I actually strongly considered playing this top five as well. I went a different way. Spoiler alert. Stay tuned in a few on Sheldon Creed. But uh, I do think, again, he proved just two weeks ago. Can't, like That is your most recent example. It's it's goes with current form. It goes with everything. And he, he was fifth late in the race. He ran his way up to third, cashed that big bet for us. Uh, we remember that, of course, and you're still getting them almost three to one just to finish inside the top five. So um, I love this bet as well. I just hope he stays out of trouble. I really do. Again, the the, the speed of the car is there. And I'm, obviously, we talked about how fast Cole Custer is going to be, uh, which, you know, these guys, I don't know. It's just to me, I feel like this is going to have to happen at some point for Sheldon Creed. And I know you're going to get there in a second. So we will be back with our race winner picks for this Andy's Cold Fusion Custard Betting 300 stuff. It's yeah, Andy's Frozen <laughs> Custard 300. Right, if I'm going to screw up stuff, I'm going to screw it all up, right? So uh, save me, old-fashioned fantasy football podcast. We'll be back after this. 
Hey everybody, if you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan, yes exactly, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab, market movers, after all, we are the Marks, he is my hubby, and she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. People think I'm playing favorites with old fashioned fantasy, but to be honest with you, they're the only ones that sent me a, a, a actual demo or a reel for them. So if somebody actually sends me a promo for their show on the network. I'll play it, but until then, you guys to get to be honest. We are playing favorites though, because they are our favorites. So. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Justin, you know this, and you're listening right now, yes, thinking to yourself, "Yep, exactly, exactly." So, uh, all right. Well, somebody is going to win this race, Cody. Who on this long list of winners do you think it is? Rod, I feel like I've already talked about him tonight a couple of times. John Arnemacek. It's three to one. It's down to plus two forty on some books. I don't care. Just just hammer John or Nemechek. He's gonna win this race. Like like I said earlier, it's gonna be the fastest car. He's the fastest driver. He's the best driver. Everything points to John, another John or Nemechek week. Um I, I, I am going to be heavily, I already am heavily invested in John or Nemechek to win this race. So uh for me, it's it's Nemechek hands down three hundred. Um plus 300 if it drops to plus 200 i don't like just take it at whatever it is like he's gonna win this race now rod this is where insert insert your insurance company here uh and your insurance picks of the week just in case right flat tires happen wrecks happen mechanical issues happen we get it right those are the things that could john hernemacek and if those things happen i think his teammate trevor bain could be waiting in the wings talked about bain last week uh, again, these JGR cars are going to be the fastest cars. I, I can't say that enough times during the show. They are going to be the fastest cars this weekend. And when you see John Ernemichek lead 200 laps and win this race, and they're like, wow, we're just so impressed by how fast JGR is and who could have saw this coming. We saw it coming because that's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm telling you right now, that's how this race is going to go. So Trevor Bain could be waiting in the wings there. Um, it's going to be an equal equipment, right? So if Nemechek has a slip up, has a penalty or something, he could be right there waiting to pounce. Plus 800, I like Trevor Bain as an insurance play. And you talked about him earlier, Sheldon Creed, he's 25 to 1. Look, he finished third at Kansas, um, and he's, he's shown speed, right? He's, he's shown that ability to get up there and be so close. It's going to happen eventually, Rod. He's, he's going to get that win. Hopefully he's not turning into a, a number 10, although he has won in the truck series before, so. We'll give him that. Uh, number 10 still only has one career win, and he's been in the Cup Series before. He will not be a rookie next year. He's been in the Cup Series in a full-time ride before, and it didn't go well. Surprise. Uh, anyways, but back to Sheldon Creed. 25 to 1. There's just a lot of value here for a guy who can put himself in position late. We get some chaos. We get some wrecks, whatever it is. Late race restart, maybe a, a gamble gamble at the end trying to win the race. Sheldon Creed can put himself in position. Can he actually win? Nobody knows. But 25 to 1, I think it's worth it. Ah, uh, yeah. And again, I want to, he's got to do it sometime. He's been so close so many times this year. I just, you got to get off the hump at some point. And this might be as good as any, especially to kind of prove that he's not the kind of driver that will take his teammate out as well. So uh, I, I like that for him. All right. 
my outright is uh, is the same as yours. I, I really, you took John Hunter right out from underneath me, so that's fine. Uh, I'll go with you there. But my um, Liberty Progressive Allstate uh, insurance driver of the of the race is Cole Custer. I've already, so look, it was eight to one as I was putting this document together. You guys already are sharps and you're betting this down. It's actually plus 750 now uh, over on DraftKings as a best price for him. Uh, Superbook dropped him down already to 700. Um, Bet 65 has him at 300. Uh, and then so does Caesars. They all have him at 700. So does, uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. Get that back. Barstool has him at 800. So you can now find him at 800 on Barstool. So you guys aren't betting Barstool very much, so grab that while you can. <laughs> Live lines as we talk. Bet uh, So 800 for Cole Custer. We talked about him earlier as far as, you know, we, we had pegged him to win all, you know, 32 races of the season, even <laughs> though there I aren't say? that many. 10 plus wins he would have? Yeah, you basically said Ugh, he was going to win. What a horrible take that was. He was going to go back last year and win races and then go Burn back and those. win this. Go back and burn those episodes, Ron, please. It's all right. Listen, <laughs> but but it was not without warrant. He obviously is the kind of driver that can do it. He's won on this track already. He's got several solid finishes, uh, even in the last few races, that, that have proven that he's trending in the right direction, right? He's already got two wins in the season, too. So this is this is not without some grain of 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 possibility and the fact of the matter is as i was talking like i said he's been climbing in the favorites as far as this race is concerned on most of these books you know right now he's the fourth favorite to win this race behind nimacek algayer and hill so again he's he's sort of climbing those charts on on the favorites list so at at eight to one still especially over there on barstool you might want to take advantage of a cole custer because this is the kind of race that he can just jump up and win you know, this is the type of race where he may not even qualify very well uh, overall. He may just sort of uh, uh, be around the middle, or he may come out and qualify in the top five like he's done in the last few races that he's been in this race. So, again, doesn't matter kind of where he starts. His finishes have been strong, and this season in particular, we've seen that he can get it done, especially later on in the season. He's starting to pick up a little bit better steam, uh, you know, winning the two races in the latter half of this season. So um, maybe we're getting by starting to see the Cole Custer that we expected earlier uh, in the preseason. Uh, and maybe he's getting into rounding into form. Uh, so we'll definitely take it. And now he's gotten cup rides because of how well he's actually been running. Right. We've seen him in the cup a couple times. Eh, okay, fine. But he's been is up there. Dad or is it who his dad is? You know, who knows? Whatever. But, he's, he's been uh, up there. So <laughs> is one it. cup series win he does have, by the way, at Kentucky, a comparable track uh, to Texas here. So, uh, full transparency. I had Cole Custer in my sheet as a winner. I took him out and put Trevor Bain in there at the same price instead, just because of the JGR factor. But I do like Custer. Uh, had bet on him earlier. You've got a couple of bets on him. I think he could show up. I'm still bitter about him winning eight less races than I thought he would win. Although we've got a few races left, maybe he gets it done, Rob. Hey, he can win four <laughs> races next week. Uh, it's right. You know, 
It's not, it's not hard to do. Whatever. Sure. However that works. Yeah, sure. okay. Works. We'll count it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, get out your pen and paper. Time to go over the bets for this Andy's Custard, Frozen Custard 300 uh, at Texas. Cody started you out with Cole Custer, my friend, my new friend this week. I didn't know that we were going to get to know each other that well, but here we are. Uh, over Josh Berry at minus 110 on Superbook. I gave you Riley Herbst over Parker Kligerman at minus 115. Cody gave you John Hunter Nimichek as a top three card at minus 130. I said Sam Mayer would find his way to the top three at plus 380. Cody gave you Austin Hill as the top five. We pretty much set the entire top five in this card at plus 120 on 365. I said Cole Custer would be a top five car at plus 110 over on Caesars. Cody said that Brandon Jones would finish as the top Chevy at nine to one. I said Sheldon Creed would be a top five car at plus 275. Cody gave you the winning car number over 11 and a half at minus 125. I said that Justin Allgaier would be the top Chevy at plus 175. Cody said that John Hunter Nemechek at 3-1, to one, Trevor Bain at 8-1, to one, and Sheldon Creed at 25-1 to one would be the ones to look out to win while I gave you Cole Custer as my insurance play at 8-1 to one over on Barstool. Cody, 200 laps of Texas-sized fun this weekend. Uh, Saturday night, back to normal night for these, uh, for these guys. Saturday, I suppose, as it were. Uh, back to normal day for, for Xfinity, but... Yeah, a lot of fun. Can't wait for this one. Yeah, I'm excited. Again, it's going to be a good race for second place, probably behind John Hunter. But hey, if you're holding all these John Hunter tickets, it's going to be a great race if he leads every single lap too, and that's what that's what makes it good. So, uh, going to be a little bit of a chalky weekend. Obviously, I took the favorite in both of these races, but I just think that these cars are going to be fast. I think they're going to be good. I think we could see guys lead a majority of these races, and if they cash tickets, sounds like a good race to me. Hey, listen, I am okay with a little less stress this weekend. Bristol did it to me already. I, I just want to breathe uh, on, on this weekend and, and not have to sweat so many damn bets. I know the sweat's fun, but no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's nice to not have to sweat every once in a while. So It is fun sometimes, but at the same time, I mean, it's like when, John, or, uh, when Martin Truex led, what was it, three, you know, 600 laps at the 300-lap New Hampshire race, and it was like, well, this is a great race. I love, I love every second of it because... I had a lot of money on Martin Truex Jr. that week, so it, it worked out well. We can double this, and it'd be fine. It's just let's go. Let's keep going as long as Martin yeah. Truex Jr. is up front. So, <laughs> uh, all right, Cody. Uh, I smell Brenner, so I am ready to go. Let's uh, let's get all everybody right. out. I know I smell pancakes, man. I'm ready. It's it's oh, breakfast for dinner sounds, at the house tonight. Sounds delicious. I, I had my dinner a little bit ago. Obviously, we're in different times, but uh, yeah, enjoy your dinner. Enjoy your enjoy your do breakfast for dinner. Nothing. There's nothing better. No. Nothing. Nothing. Bone and wings maybe a little better, but but breakfast for dinner, a, a, a close second place. You woke up and chose violence this morning. Get out of here. Tell everybody <laughs> where they can find you on the way out. Yeah, follow me over on X. You can find all my work there. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. Probably be back with that episode of that tonight. Yeah, going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. It should be a good weekend in Texas. We'll be back next couple of days. Got some fun stuff for you. No trucks this weekend, unfortunately, but got, got DFS and, and some other fun stuff scheduled. So uh, come back and join us. Indeed. I'm on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here. Uh, prop cast is going on strong. Thursday night football is up if you listen to it before then. Uh, obviously, my stuff at Sportsbook Review. Just follow me for all of that on X at RJ Via Gomez. Back tomorrow, DFS, and then Friday with some more fun for you as well. So until then, let's go racing. Enjoy your Andy's frozen custard and let it ride. Let it ride.